Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is former President Barack Obama. And right now, you're listening to the podcastle. Why? I do not know. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Tweet us at the podcast, let me have this girl podcast off the at the underscore of the podcast on tonight's show brought to you by live web media matt and john here celebrating shark week on the podcastles nerd 35 yeah, yeah. john we got a juicy one tonight we got our old friend old guest Corey ridings policy analyst from the ocean conservancy excited i'm really excited program i'm really jazzed Really good, really good guest last last year too, and I'm glad that uh, Shark Week. It doesn't feel like Shark Week to me. I think because it was like at its normal time this year. Yeah. Um, I was. It just kind of snuck up on me. Like I feel like last minute they were all talking about Michael Phelps, and then it just hit me like, oh, it's this week. It did it snuck up? Um, I think the Fourth of July week, and then there was just like a nothing week, and then it was Shark Week. I feel right. like for some reason it lines up differently every year. Um, yeah. You know, maybe last year it was like before, right before July 4th, like leading into it or some. I, I don't think know. so. It just it snuck so. up, but everyone's excited about it. I've seen people posting pictures, doing little ab crunches while they watch Shark Week and they, they eat, you know, goldfish and watch Shark Week and... It's Much exciting. Girls. Everyone has caught on right away. I wonder what season it is. Do you know? Are you aware? Uh, it's got to be like 20 years or something, right? I feel like this has is going on for years. a long time. 20 years. I think they they did it, and then they didn't do it, and then they there was such a demand because they didn't do it that they've done it you know, that, every right. year since. I'm going to see uh, how long it's going on for. Oh, a lot longer than I thought. Take a guess what year it started. 1990. Very close. 1988. Ooh, mamma mia. What channel? Mamma mia, daddy, daddy. On Discover. Discover was a channel in 88? I didn't even think. Like, Apparently, yeah. I thought was, that was like a late was 90s thing. 10 and Fox. The whole Steve Irwin thing. I thought like that came into its genesis around that time. It's genocide. So we'll bring in Corey Ridings of the uh, Ocean Conservancy. We've got some, some good points to to ask about her. I believe she's on California time, too, so she's it's still early in her life. I want to know what this administration is doing to her, uh, uh, you know, ability to maintain proper policies to keep this planet alive. Right. Yeah, that'd be really... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, we had a little uh, a muffle there. You sounded like uh, C-3PO on steroids. <laughs> just how I talk now. I have some surgery. Oh. Local court thing. Really weird. Oh, I'm sorry. Corey, are you with us? I didn't know. Corey. Hey, this is Corey. Corey hey. riding. Oh. <laughs> how are you guys? Good. Very well. Thank you for, for joining Podcastle round two, second year in a row. Absolutely, um, I'm excited to be here. Before we get start, before we get started, because I know the most exciting thing to people listening uh, is a visual description because they obviously can't see us. Can you see John and I right now? Uh, 
Um, I can't. Let me fiddle with my phone. Did you don't figure need... it out? No, that's good. It's just because we're disgusting men. We have like. <laughs> it's better. No, we, but we both. Oh. We, we both wore our shark shirts. Yeah, we're both wearing Jaws shirts. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's great. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. We were just uh, trumping you up, talking about you. Happy uh, Shark we Week. Go- Happy cool, Shark Week. Cool. Thank you. You too. So what's new since the last time uh, we spoke to you? What what have you been up to? Um, just you know, protecting fish. That whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> broad questions. I'm like, so what has happened in the past year? You're like, well, a, a lot actually. What's Maybe in the ocean? Just- <laughs> what's in the ocean? What? What's a fish? What are you helping? Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. We were—I was digging around, and uh, we were on your your archive page. You have an incredible library of work. It's, it's just amazing. Um, and I want to just jump right into one of these articles that that caught my eye. It's uh, the big mouths are back. All right. Mm-hmm. Big mouth talking bass. About, the Boccaccio. Not talking about the Wendy's uh, customer demographic. Oh, the talking about another. <laughs> Another coast win for the Magnuson-Stevens Act. Um, and this is a good article. This is a positive, sustainable situation here. Uh, can, you, can you shed some light on that? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I didn't feel like news. reading it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had some good news out here on the West Coast. Uh, the... Stock assessments came back this year. A stock assessment is a yes. scientific review of how certain stocks of fish are doing. Oh, okay. And they found that for the stocks that they looked at this year, um, that Boccaccio had been rebuilt. It was in a rebuilding plan because it had been overfished for many years. Right. And it had rebuilt and ahead of schedule. So, no way. Yeah, it's it's really what? good news. So this means, Great yeah. News. I like never thought that was gonna happen again. I was like, it'll <laughs> just keep dropping until there aren't any left. Every yeah, species right. on the planet. That's amazing. No, it's no, it's it's a really good story. The um, <sighs> part of the Magnuson Stevens Act is a provision that talks about ending overfishing and yes. the time frame and required to do it. And provisions that go into place to help prevent it from happening in the future, and this um, is a great example of how that can succeed. And it's it's a mixture of good policy as well as good implementation by the regional management council, um, as well as some good luck from the environment. Uh, the fish had a couple good years for baby fish, and things came through, and oh. yeah, we're back to a healthy level. Like and that's what of- you like to hear too, you know. I mean, there's so much bullshit going on uh, and bad things happening that, you know, obviously organizations like Ocean Conservancy are, are, are trying to stop and try to mend and, 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 and things like that. Um, and so when you see something really, some really good news like this um, happen, it was fairly recent, um, you know, I, I feel like it's a, it's a great win. And it's, you know, it's, I wanted to start off with a, with a shining achievement. And a, yeah, kind that's of amazing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Corey, so you're saying that the, the baby fish, they, like you said, a little bit of luck. Like they luckily weren't like, I don't know, caught in a net or, or eaten or, you know, they just, they, they made it on through and became stronger. Exactly. There's wow. a lot of different things that go into what scientists call recruitment. And that is essentially the process of when baby fish become adult fish and can be young adults and begin spawning themselves. 
And mm-hmm. every year, you know, the level of how many of those baby fish becomes adults is really different. You'll see gigantic spikes in years where a lot of babies make it through and years where hardly any make it through. Um, and again, that's driven by all those things you just mentioned. It can be driven by things like the temperature of the ocean, right. um, food source availability, predators, all that stuff goes into how recruitment works. And so you get a couple good years and it really helps get the stock back to a healthy place. Oh my it's amazing. Gosh. It's what you want to hear. It's great stuff. That is really yeah. amazing. That, you took me by storm there, Clark. I didn't know you were going to open with that one because I was about <laughs> I to delve into like, I was about to delve right into this, to this, to this Trump stuff. And, and is, and is he making your job harder with all the, the shutdown of fundings? Yeah, I want to I want to get into that. Um, really good question. The, the reason I open with that though is I wanted to start off on a positive note, and I feel like Thanks. Corey, Corey being a policy analyst deals with a lot of smart people, and I feel like if I was just myself, I'd be like, uh, oh. I, I pet a nurse shark once, <laughs> and you'd be like, why, why did I agree to do this again? So now that we now that we baited you, now that we baited you in, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into it. No, but yeah, the Trump thing. I mean, how is that affecting? Well, John can ask the question. He crafted it. No, I just, I, I would just imagine. I mean, from okay, again, I don't know what's true and what's not, what's made right. up. You know, like you just can't. It's, it's hey, just, I figured it out. In, oh, you can, now there. we're all live. <laughs> Gotta show the shirts. So yeah. So oh, again, that's awesome. Whatever you, it. whatever you Sharks read on the internet, they do. <laughs> it's like we're yeah, constantly reading you know one side of a thing and then the other side of a thing and they're both saying that it's facts so it, mm. uh, from what I've seen this new administration in the White House is kind of stopping spending he's, he's stopping money going to protect the earth basically mm-hmm. uh, that's what I've read could be true, could be false. Who the hell knows? That's what's tabloid. But I would figure someone in your position would be able to confirm or deny, or just kind of give your um, your experience dealing with it. If there are a lot of changes happening, kind of making yeah, your job there's harder. quite a bit going on in terms of the implications of our new president. Um, you could think about it in several ways. Uh, John, you just talked about uh, money and funding for certain environmental policies and conservation. And a lot of that happens through the appropriations process in Congress. So the president's budget that he presented um, does not bode well for a lot of things that we care about across the board, endangered species, um, the Environmental Protection Agency, Uh. things like that, fisheries. Uh, on balance, fisheries actually did not too bad. The cuts to the program were not as big as they could have been, and we've seen for other agencies, but definitely are still concerning. So that's something that I do and a lot of my colleagues, especially in D.C., do, is go talk to members of Congress and try to reach out to them, educate them about why these certain things are important, why you need to fund this program, you know, why this no particular way. line item is is critical to the future of, of our oceans and fisheries. So there's the yeah. appropriations piece. And what are the, do they look at you like, Ugh, what's all that science <laughs> some of, some talk? Of Get that do. science talk out of here. Um, Actually, I've found most congressional staffers to be really Aren't smart, interesting dumb? people, even Good. if they're 
maybe not on the same page as you. You know, they want to be informed. They have to be somewhat intelligent. Right. Yeah, being 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 in in Congress is not. um, It's not easy to get into. You have to be smart. You just sometimes have to dumb it down for some people. I know people. uh, A friend of mine, actually, Congressman Adam Schiff. Uh, here in Los Angeles, um, is a really good guy, and he he believes in things you know like science um, mm-hmm. and uh, issues that you and uh, you know as part of Ocean Conservancy and other organizations have tackled. Um, he believes in, so it's good to get those kind of people in there. So, uh, really, just hats off to you for yeah. what you do. Um, and last year, I, I know you you. You you have been and maintained a policy analyst, and I think we called you a political <laughs> analyst. I listened to the tapes again, and you were like, "No, yeah, okay. no, we're we're looking at policies." I was like, "Who was Howard Taft's vice president?" You're like, "Oh, <laughs> this is not my job." But I, I, I again, but yeah, we, we're so happy to have you back on the show and 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 uh, putting your time in here. Um, but it's yeah, shark- thank you guys so much for highlighting sharks and fisheries. That's awesome. Love so, sharks. Very Love important. Uh, so this year, uh, another Shark Week has uh, dawned upon us. Um, you being a California native, you know there's been a surplus of um, shark sightings in the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, not surprising, though. That is their home. It is where they live. Um, so it kind of drives John and I nuts. We focused on this when people are like, oh, my God, a shark in the water. What are we going to do with a shark? It's like, what? It, it is a finite area of the ocean that you don't need to, like, go into. Um, Spotted a hundred yards say on about the California that? Yeah. coast. <laughs> it was so a shark. There's three sharks. I think it's great. I think that their numbers. You know, you want to see them in healthy numbers. And uh, what can you tell us about um, sharks in particular off of California and the sustainability and the numbers? Are they, is is it a hurtful situation or are they doing pretty well? Um, sharks globally are not doing very well. It sounds like oh. you guys are probably pretty aware of this, but the numbers yeah. globally from what they would be normally are, are very poopy. It's very bad. Oh, you cut out for a second. Can you hear me a lot? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. I got you. Sorry. You cut out for a second. Testing, testing. It was, oh, okay. it was, Sorry it was Trump. He oh. was trying to cut off the feed. He was <laughs> the funding. The funding was cut because uh, of our topics. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have to get into to the horrible numbers, but it is important. I mean, it's somewhere like 100 million sharks a year um, you know, are killed. And, and there's, there's a lot of countries um, that still uh, really support the, the uh, calling of sharks for, I mean, stupid, just really mm-hmm. dumb things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'll never, I'll never understand. Um, shark fin soup being one of them, and oh, uh, yeah, you know, really I would bad. Like to go to every restaurant, really, that really that. terrible. Yeah, it's not, it's not Slice good. Them. It's a big problem uh, for wild tigers as well. Tigers, rhinos, uh, no. uh, all kinds. Yeah. Of Why is it always the really cool ones? I right. know, right? Tigers. That dragon, the Komodo dragon, they're always in trouble. (laughs) Why can't we have hagfish soup? Oh, the hagfish. It's got a gelatinous (laughs) substance. Hagfish. Oh, you guys saw that? In Oregon about the truck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not good for the fish and a a big waste, but pretty hilarious as far as news stories go. Pretty good. Well, I didn't hear this story. Is it about the hagfish and the gooey substance? Yeah. Yeah. There was a truck that was carrying hagfish. And it fell over or somehow got in an accident and they came over and fell onto other cars 
and the cars were covered in hagfish that were dying and stressed, oh. and so they slimed all the cars in the highway. Oh so good. A gelatinous God. excretion. It was yeah. like Ghostbusters. I gotta find exactly. this. I love them. Um, hagfish. You are, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Miss Ridings. <laughs> this is Ridings. It is. Whatever. I, I don't know what you, what you prefer to be called. I, I want to be respectful. <laughs> Mrs. Fine. Duchess Ridings. Or just Corey. Corey. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, you, right, will call right. me, you will call me Analyst Ridings. I'm like, oh, okay. Analyst um, <laughs> Ridings. But we, you've sent us. weird. I know, right? You've sent us your writings, your, 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 uh, your bio. Corey Ridings, and you've spoken uh, in a few articles about um, the importance of women and, and uh, importantly, too, the lack of women mm-hmm. in fisheries and diversity. Is there a um, disproportionate ratio of women to men in fisheries? I mean, I know the answer from your article, but can you shed some light on that? Because I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, fishing has historically been a male-dominated industry for various reasons, um, but it's a really wonderful job, and it's a great thing to do. I personally was an observer in the Alaskan groundfish fleet, and it allowed me a rare opportunity as a woman to actually live on board and understand the life of a fisherman firsthand, wow. and it was just wonderful. I, I mean, it was one of the Amazing. best years of my life. I worked two seasons up in the Bering Sea in the Gulf of Alaska. Wow. And I can't even explain how beautiful it was and how nice the people were and, I mean, how in touch with nature you feel, and you're totally isolated from everything. Yeah. You know, doing a lot of hard work. So it's an incredible experience, and um, it'd be great if it could be open to women and some of the jobs are too physically demanding, but they're far and few between. There should be plenty of opportunities. So it'd be great. And we also need to see as, as fisheries evolve and we've moved to more sustainable ways of fishing and we have to compete with imports. Um, we need more creativity. You know, we need mm. more fishermen are being forced to think of themselves as business people and having coming up against a wall and needing to find creative solutions to keep themselves profitable. Um, and so we need more people to help do this. And management reflects that in the sense that, you know, most of the fishermen are, are men, largely white men. And yeah. that translates to the management field Trade. because they have the experience. So anyway, right. there's more women needed. Just we need more diversity as well. Yeah, it sounds like it. And I hope more, you know, more women, you know, can come on board and, and, and do that kind of thing because obviously not only are women uh, better at men than, than, than most things, but it doesn't sound like fisheries uh, are, are excluded from that list. And I think that's that would be great to do that. Yeah, no, I agree. And we have um, – if you look that's at the roster of the Pacific Council, for example, <laughs> a couple of the delegations are led by women. Um, yeah. The head of the state of Washington, Oregon, and California all yes. have women at the heads, and they're fantastic. Yes. They're real yes. role models for someone. I, like I mean, me. get so. these yeah, no. white-haired old men out of there <laughs> and just put <laughs> women in, please. A woman won the election. They're losing it. I mean, let's be honest here. It is. It is what it is. This hagfish. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the images oh, of this hagfish, hagfish crash. It's unbelievable. Oh, you're looking it at it. Is yeah. un- yeah, cool. It just looks like this car was smashed and out of it poured hagfish. Like it looks like the hagfish came out of the car and just slobbed yeah. karma. all over it. <laughs> Called karma. That's oh, what happens. In Stop. Oregon. Why are you Sorry. eating hagfish anyway? Yeah, can I help? Can I take your order? Yes, I'll take the hagfish, please. Leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave them alone. Buttered hagfish with a sprinkle. Um, 
Before we get into some other stuff, I know I'll keep it brief. I know your time is is important. Um, Last thing I'll mention about one of your your articles here. I have a paper here you wrote in sixth grade on what I want to be when I grow up. And I contacted your family, and they sent me – oh, wait. (laughs) No, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, Oh, man. It just got got really weird here. I wanted you to keep going. Um, (laughs) I am sorry. I was playing along. Um, I want to keep it one of the the more recent ones. But you have quite the library, by the way. Check it out at uh, oceanconservancy.org slash people slash Corey hyphen writings. Um, I love that you have your own page, too, on uh, one of the best – um, organization in the world's website, and it, it's just flooded with articles. It's great. We're very busy. Um, we just did a new web redesign. It's pretty great, huh? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's got moving parts and, and video, and <laughs> yeah. it's great. I, you know, I've been a monthly supporter, uh, monthly donor of, of Ocean Conservancy since I think 2007, 2008. And awesome. I always Thank get, you. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you. It's more like it, but I always get the you know the newsletters and all the emails and everything, and you guys are just so proactive. And I love to see, um, from a civilian standpoint, someone that cares about the oceans and, and especially sharks, um, seeing uh, dollars donated, uh, spent, gifts to mm-hmm. to really go to something good and not just, you know, hacky. Like here's a here's a bracelet. Have fun. <laughs> you know, you guys you guys really do great things. Um, but, I think uh, I saw one of you guys wearing an Ocean Conservancy hat in a John. pod castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I had the winter hat. Those hats that are sweet, sweet. Sweet sea turtle hat. Oh, yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I didn't have one. I was just wearing a hagfish, and it it was just disgusting. It <laughs> yellow of me. No. Um, Yo, but, American hagfish are fetching more than ever. One point, awesome. $1.2 per pound. I don't know if wow, that's a lot, but it's, it's on the rise. Yeah. That is pretty good. Why do people eat them? Eating, yes. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. I know. How do they eat them? Meanwhile, Corey's like, I love hagfish. I'm like, yeah. leave them alone. <laughs> I had a hagfish salad tonight. Yeah. It's my favorite animal to eat. That. They're so creepy looking. I mean, they're such cool fish, but they are really they creepy are really looking. No, they look like they're the from like Harry Potter or something. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars. cast a spell. Last thing I want to crowbar in about the articles, and then we'll get to some fun stuff. And then I know you gotta, you gotta go on your way and go back to saving the saving the planet. Yes, far more important things to do than this stupid greater than sign Wonder Woman. (laughs) Um, Being in California and John in Florida, we know how hot summers get. We know climate change is the reason for a lot of this. Some very poignant, important articles about climate um, variability. It drives ecosystems in California. Of the California current, of course, and you notice mm-hmm. that when you see water's getting warmer and more fish getting closer to the shore and everything like that. Uh, by the way, we're from the East Coast, so we call it down the shore. Uh, that's the beach. Yeah, Jersey. Um, for those listening. But um, <laughs> but climate change in the oceans, and you've written a, a very great article. I encourage everyone to read about how this is the government, how the government is preparing for climate change, and are they mm-hmm. doing enough? Can you just shed a little light on that in, in some regard, please? Yeah, absolutely. The National Marine Fisheries Service did a great thing and created a policy around climate change. And it's actually, I shouldn't say policy. It's more of a strategy, I think is the actual word they're using. Strategy, um, strategy. Think about, mm-hmm, good strategy, <laughs> about how the agency should think about climate change. And so this came out, shoots, that must have been about a year ago. And as part of that, 
they decided to do regional implementation plans that were going to get down to sort of the nuts and bolts about how they were going to actually do it and use the plan. Mm -hmm. And so they did a Western regional action plan and it was really good. It was just all around. It had a lot of good things in it. It had a lot of good forward thinking. Okay. It was very creative. Okay. So we really appreciated that the agency like that. put all yeah. that effort. And what it really does is it provides a platform and recommendations. So states or local governments, so scientists and sort of rally around these points about, you know, what can be done now and where should we, we should be going in the next five years. So that kind of guidance from the agency is, is really welcome and we appreciate their work on it. Absolutely, Beautiful. because that is such a topic that it needs to be addressed. And, uh, you know, the forward-thinking people need to, to talk about that. And it needs to be a conversation mm -hmm. everyone's having. I know. Um, I was just yeah. thinking, and like, it's, isn't it's, it weird? It's immediate. Isn't it weird that you have to ask someone if they believe in climate change? <laughs> isn't that well, bizarre? It's like, it's like asking someone if they believe, believe in it. Right? The best I could liken that to Sun? is your, your check engine light is on. And you're like, I'm just going to put a piece of... <laughs> piece of black tape over it right. it doesn't really exist well no it is going to break down everything yeah. and kill you but it doesn't it's not there let's just pretend it's not I, w I wish that i wish life worked that way where if you just didn't believe it it didn't happen hey, you, you owe taxes you know what i don't think i do i yeah. think they owe me money you know mm -hmm. it just doesn't work that way and and unfortunately that that is a, a a minority of people but it's it's unfortunately the loudest um but in some so, places they're not as uh, progressive I would think so. Yeah, I love that, Corey. Corey, when you come on the show, do you have the Ocean Conservancy hat on, or are you uh, mm. just somebody out there that happens to work for them, but you're not an official voice? Because I always feel like I try to watch what I say here, because I know you're, you know, you're funding from an organization, but. I <laughs> Yeah, you're a policy Yeah, I think right now I'm speaking for, for Ocean Conservancy. I'll let you know if if I'm going to take a step back and speak purely on my own. Okay. By the way, you guys are assholes. Oh, yeah, the OC hat is off. Oh, I didn't think – I thought we were actually kind of nice. I thought we were on the, the ocean the ocean tree and the safety. Now, we had uh, we had Sage Meltzer on last year. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. know if she – do you know Sage? Is she still, is she still in the circle yeah, of influence? She, absolutely. She's still at OC. Okay. Um, oh, and she, she was did, talking she, to us. She story. snubbed us. We, we got in a little she personal – snubbed you. You snubbed us, and I think I know why. We what? got into personal stories last year, and you talked about um, all kinds of things you did. You were in the Peace Corps. Yes, I was. Yeah. Wild, man. That's so cool. Sage was talking about how she was like a, a, a tour. Um, she did uh, whale, sightseeing tours for whales. And I got her to admit, you know, like, you get some really, once in a while, you get some, people are lovely, but you get that obnoxious person <laughs> that's like, when am I going to see a whale? People are lovely. And I said, Sage, do you kind of wish... When that annoying loudmouth tourist is like, I want to see Shamu, that a shark bit them. And she was like, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. I would never, ever, ever wish that. And I'm like, yeah, maybe a little bit, <laughs> like not officially. But if they put their toe in and something nipped it, you'd, you'd kind of have a chuckle. And I think that was the end of Sage coming on the show. Okay. Um, so, Corey, I got to ask you, one of those loudmouths just yelling at you all day to see something out of your control. You wouldn't mind if a hagfish kind of... <laughs> suckled themselves on their face would you for a few minutes like like alien right slime them a little, little, little. Um, no? i just got some in interesting visuals there of of hagfish attaching themselves to people who are not my favorite ah. um 
I mean, that that might happen. It's a good answer. See, I love it. It's a, it's a good it's answer. Interesting keep, line of thinking there. You still keep it clean. Yeah. You still keep it clean. Keep I love safe. it. That was like that was like Neo there dodging the bullets. <laughs> now, th- thanks for letting us read all of your articles that you obviously know very well because you wrote them and expanding on them because I really think they're cool. Um, and I, and I want to ask you more of like this summer and this this year. What are you What are you doing? What, what's like next? Are you going yeah, anywhere what are you cool? Doing I know you're going somewhere cool. Yeah, where are you right now? We want to put the saddle. Yeah, it looks like you're in like a log cabin, like a sweet. Yeah. A boat, like a boathouse. Where am I right now? Sorry, guys, you went out there for a second. It looks like uh, I'm at my house. I'm at home. Cool looking. And this is what I jokingly refer to as the dorm room because there is a lofted bed above me. Oh, cool. It's very like posh college, you know, early. Well, actually, I've no, I've been able to do this in college, don't they? Yeah. Loft their beds. I have to, um, yeah, they loft it. Yeah, they loft. They bunk. They bunk. Kenny Lofton. It's um. Yeah, this is it. Where, where where's the next trip for you? Are you going? Uh, because I know you're going somewhere cool soon. You have to be. You're all over the place. Santa Cruz. Um. Yeah. Actually, I'm leaving on Monday to go to Alaska to go fishing. There you go. So, See, I knew there was yeah. something. Fishing for what? Vacation. Vacation. Uh, there's some salmon and I think oh. some trout in this particular river. So I'm psyched. I hope I get to bring wow. some home to eat and restock the freezer. So who do you go? Who do you go with? River. Do you go with like a team? Do you have like a team with like computers that they listen to you and you're like sector <laughs> sector Dude, two on like, all the raft? Oh, she is so much more like outdoorsy and would like survive so much longer than you and I. Oh, I know. It's sad. Oh. It's depressing. Oh, I, She's like, I don't know about this. that particular ever... river there's supposed to be some sort of largemouth largemouth bass are you yes. taking a map now nah, we'll find it <laughs> no we'll find it do you no. remember do you remember Blair witch project when she's like crying at the camera that would be me after like 24 hours i'd be like i don't i don't know what to do and Corey would be like just don't just 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 follow my lead i feel like you're you're like Shut ripley up. in aliens I, I feel like you would save the day in the, in the um, probably yeah. not i one of the funniest things about observing in Alaska, when I was up there, is people think it's really hardcore. They're like, oh, my God, you worked on a fishing boat in the Bering Sea. I've seen deadliest catch. And what they don't realize is that you go up there and the boats are, for the most part, big. They're extremely comfortable. On one of the boats, I had my own apartment. Yeah. Like, Whoa. it's pretty, like, pretty laid good. back. They're and gigantic. You, you don't... Yeah. And for but, some but... of the boats, like, especially if the fishing's bad, you just get to hang out and, like, chill with the crew and eat Hot oh, Pockets. Great. And read books nice. and watch DVDs all day. It's like it's for real. That's pretty yeah. sweet. But give yourself credit, though. That's not everybody can can really like tough that out and do that. No matter how comfortable it is, you are doing something amazing in a remote part of the world. Um, it's just cool. that's true. It's there's a cool. lot of vomit. Yeah, there's yeah. vomit. Doesn't there's bother a lot of me. of large cods. So nope. yeah, ah, blue gills and tommy cods. Uh, do you go up there with a crew though, or are you with like a? No. This is purely vacation. I'm going up with my fiance and his family. Oh, congratulations. Um, oh, congratulations. When are you getting is married? He a- Thank you. Next August 4th, 2018. Sweet. Nice. We can't wait to do a live show from the wedding and ask about the <laughs> fisheries. Is your, is your fiance a, uh, a man of the ocean as well? Or a man he of the will, ocean? He Aquaman. is a math He's- professor at the local community college here in Santa Cruz. Smart guy. And he is a pretty badass surfer. So he spends a lot of time on the ocean too. Congratulations! For a second Thanks. there, my my ADHD mind went to where I said, "Is he a man of the ocean?" Where you're like, 
actually, I thought you were going to say something like, he's actually part fish. He has a gill. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Yeah. It's, it's really, what, um, really wild. What, what is he? What does he do? Congratulations. We lost you. He's a math professor. A math professor. At Cabrillo nice. cool. College. It's our... Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Amazing. I was never good at math, and my name is Matthew. Yep. Um, it's it's <laughs> weird. Just, just a problem. But that's great. Congratulations. So, this is, uh, so you and the fiancé are going on a, uh, a cool trip up to Alaska. You guys are doing this strictly for vacations. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Fishing, and mm-hmm. what does a trip like that take? Is that like a, like a week and a half? Is that like three weeks yeah, out? Yeah, right. I'd be curious. It's like, I think it's like, Maybe 10 days total. We're going up a little bit early. Okay. Like spending a couple of days in Anchorage, just hanging out. Um, and I think the trip itself is like six days, six days long. So, yeah, it'll be and fun. Are you going to. Have you guys ever been to Alaska? No. Nope. I haven't. Oh. No, I have not. Go. Are you going to cook or are you going to catch salmon and then eat it or do you like let it go? Yeah. Do you live off the land? Uh, uh no. It's definitely not. No. Didn't not think really. So. Just it, uh, for sport. I do have chickens in my backyard. I will oh claim God. that. But other than that, there's no living off the land. So chickens? Do you eat their chickens, eggs? Yeah. Oh chickens yeah. Are, oh, they're awesome. So jealous. That's a cool animal. They're pretty sweet. I think the so. greatest thing would be able to have your oh. own eggs. They're delicious. Right it's hard backyard. to go back to regular eggs now. Oh never. Yeah, I know. My sis my sister doesn't have eggs, so she doesn't have any kids. Wait. Are we talking? Is this a different kind of? Egg? Oh no, we're talking. No poultry. Oh, I just made a big. Can we edit this? No, I'm kidding. Um, Corey, I, I know your time's valuable. I want to. I want to thank you for being on. Is there anything else you want to? You want to add or, or or let people know um, about your work and Ocean Conservancy or, or or you know what people can do at home? Um, you know to do. The Not much. Home. Just thank you for talking about sharks and caring about the ocean and. It's important, especially right now, and any attention you guys can help bring to it is just greatly appreciated. So, oh, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I hope you come back on the show, too, before next Shark Week. Uh, anytime. We'd love to have, like, um, you know, our policy analysts come on and talk about something in the news and something that, <laughs> that's really exciting because for, for, for John and I and, and, yeah. and our other host who's not here tonight, you know, would love Love this stuff, and uh, encourage everyone to go to oceanconservancy.org, donate, become a uh, monthly giver, and um, just check out everything they're doing. Their action and their their track record is incredible, and um, I think best. they're they're one of the best. And I think you're uh, partly the responsible for that because you guys do such great work. So so thank you very much. Yeah, Don't, thank you guys. Thanks, thank Corey. you, Corey. You're listening to the podcastle on nerd.35 and the podcastle.podbean.com. We will return right after this. Dude, I can't do this desk job life any longer. When are we going to get paid to do the podcast five days a week? I know, man. I guess I have no choice except the offer from Bill's Rosary at their new cashier position. I got no other choice. There's got to be someone who can help us get the podcast off the ground. Oh, yeah. Right in my schnitzel ligand. You know, we should reach out to Live Web Media, but we should do. What's Live Web Media? Well, they're a web design company I've heard about, and they can pretty much do it all. You know, pull up their site. I don't know, man. I've been trolled by website companies, you know, over-promising, under-performing far too often. 
I don't know. Happens all the time, but not with these guys. See, I've been there too. But the thing is, Live Web Media has been around for almost 20 years. They do sites for Love, G- Love Gypsy Clothing Line, Sweat City Fitness, the Pharmacy, Papillion Studios, Musicians, Cleaning Services. I mean, you name it, they've done it. Podcasts? Yes. Newborn photography? Oh, yes. All you got to do is just go to livewebmedia.com livewebmedia.com or you can email them your needs at info at livewebmedia.com Can I just call them? Yes! Call them today at 949-885-0132 That's 949-885-0132 Come on! Yo, did I, I forgot wonder, to ask you? Did you get? Did you also get yourself that uh, White Sox hat? No, I was going to, um, <laughs> and and because I really wanted it, and then, but I was looking around at other caps. Lids is very addicting. Oh, Lids.com. It is a hole. It, it, and really, I mean, I mean, I just looked up like Phillies caps, and there's like eight pages of caps, and it's like 1947 Phillies throwback. <laughs> you can't. I mean, decide. Amazing. I want them it's, all or none. <laughs> There's just so many, and I and I was like, I want to go to a team that I don't like. So I went to um, Montreal or Washington. I went to uh, Senators or whatever they used to be called. Yeah, whatever it was, because I clicked on Expos first because I wanted to see that hat, which I still maintain is like in the top three. I think it's like that Orioles and Brewers are like just the coolest on any person. Yeah. Um, Playful era. And then they have like the blue ones and the black ones, and there's just so many like. It's just like some guy that's like designing caps all night. Like I got another eighty for you. There, there has to be like eight thousand. Stop! It's amazing. Knock it off! Stop making so many damn hats. Yeah, it's I just can't incredible. Keep up. It's cool. My um, my nephew, my sister's son, Seth. My oldest sister, Lisa's son, Seth. He uh, he got an Eagles hat when he was down the shore and he's like, all right, this is number three. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I have Panthers, Broncos, and Eagles. And he's like, I want to try and collect all the NFL teams. Cause you have all the baseball teams. Nice. And I was like, coolest nephew ever. This is the one that coolest. wants to go to Harvard. He's like oh, nice. real smart, but like, like sports. He's not like a dork. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's what you want to hear. That's a rare breed, rare breed of bird. So Live off the land. So minutes before we went on the air, yeah. Um I'm I get trapped on certain things on the on the internet where I'm trying to just find material for the show just to for the second half and Slice I s- I see this video posted on my timeline and it's Trump and he's with all these like students taking a picture and one of the media guys says hey should uh, uh attorney general get fired Sessions or sessions. Yeah, sessions. Yeah. And Trump kind of does his little, like, you know, his half smile. He looks up kind of to up up and to the left. He kind of, cotton candy. So he doesn't say anything and everyone laughs. So it's he's pretty, he's fine. Um, and then I, I see the first comment and it's some dude named Paul. And he says, BAM! All caps. Next sentence, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America. Bam. 
And like, dude, there was like, there was like 200 responses to that comment from that guy, just killing that guy who made that first stupid comment. Then I, then I read, then I, 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 keep reading and I, and I get trapped in the comments section which oh, never I do that too man never happens to me I'm, I'm just like I can't there's other things I want to read I know this is just madness right but I saw this one post and it was huge so I'm like hmm and by his and in his first sentence it hooked me because the comment before it read we don't have to make America great again it's just make it's keep America great we've always been great and here's the comment. Bye. Here's the response to Paul. Here's the rebuttal. So, Paul, by your logic, the genocide, deportation, and forced assimilation of the indigenous peoples, 400 plus years of chattel slavery, chattel slavery, of Africans stolen from their homes, xenophobic behavior towards non Anglos, and illegal war against Mexico, our sister republic. The Dred Scott decision, five years of civil war, failure of reconstruction, the plutocracy and exploitation of the late 1800s, economical social imperialism and the conquest of Cuba, Puerto Rico, and the Philippines, 100 years of de facto and de jute segregation of African Americans, prohibition, internment of Japanese Americans, firebombing of Japan, followed by the dropping of an atomic bomb on innocent lives, the military industry, industrial complex, CIA-backed coups, to prop up strong-armed anti-communist dictators, the Korean War, the Kennedy assassination, Vietnam, Watergate, stagflation of the 70s, Reagan's role in Iran-Contra, Clinton's misplaced anti-crime initiatives, Columbine, 9-11, the lack of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, pretext for invasion, Wall Street's complicity in the Great Recession, Obama's hesitancy to assist in anti-Assad moderates leading to the rise of ISIS, the Boston Marathon bombing, Sandy Hook, Orlando, San Bernardino, culminating with the election of a demagogue that the founders of our republic tried in every measure to prevent, yet was elected by a populist butt hurt over a black man with an Arabic-sounding last name and being elected president for eight years. Yeah, America's always been great. Learn your history and check your facts before you spout off a bunch of non-sequiturs and propaganda. Sounds like, like that guy's writing a sequel to We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> Columbine, yes. Tempanino, and Obama. <laughs> Wall Street complicity in the Great Recession. Obama's hesitancy. Oh, eight housing market crash. CIA backed coops propped up Bill strong Clinton smoking arm. hash. Anti-communist dictators, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Someone stop with Nile Rash. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. <clears throat> well, yeah, those comments are wild, dude. I, I, I read those on news sites once in a while. Because there's so many ignorant people that just they, they I don't know why they feel like they need to share their opinions on in social media. So amazing. I just go through and start correcting their grammar, just to see. Just <laughs> like when they do this long post, I'm like, asterisk. Here's the right word. Yeah. Asterisk there. Asterisk it. Asterisk that. Just so they're like hashtag oh, oh. were. Because you take them down a notch. You know, you have these trolls like, rambling around, and then you're like, actually. Let's speak the language first properly and type it articulately before we start bashing. But the amazing thing was... I can do both. I know who that person is. You know who the person was in the thread? On that huge rant. Wait, was it a Facebook post or was it like a news site? It was a... It was a Facebook post. It was just like on whatever... Like, oh, oh it was, it was trending. Like it was... Sounds like it was our friend Bob from a couple of shows ago. 
How we doing in here? That's a guy who knows his history. It's his story. His story. He uh, he went on a rant Sunday night. No, maybe it was Saturday night. Bob. Yeah. I love his rants, man. Now this, it up. this is really interesting. Okay, this is this is kind of like mind blowing level here, Ooh. because we all talk about history and we all tell a story. We all tell each other a story. That's why we call it his story. Exactly. But we all know the game Whisper Down the Lane. Breathtaking. But we all forget that it's usually like one guy writing most of it. And the guy is usually not writing it, so no one picks up and reads it. He wants someone to pick it up and read it. Remember, he's a writer. No one other than a writer would be able to write all that crap. Right. So here's the the quote. Ready? Yeah. If you're going to write histories, you have to do the research. If you want people to read your histories, you need a bit of style. I'm not writing this chronicle of the Civil War so it can sit on a shelf unread. Mm. So it's like interesting. So many things were probably like exaggerated and just absolutely details that didn't really affect the main plot, but like made it seem so much crazier and yeah, so much more grand. Yeah, so much more bravos, more epic. More uh, salutations. I was always that guy in Whisper Down the Lane that specifically changed it just to see if they would repeat it. <laughs> like someone whispered in my ear, the cat went down to the well. And I'd be like, the penis pills are larger. You know? And they're like, what? And I'd be like, Whisper, this guy might mess it up. He's stuttering. We have, we have an Octavio fictional man here. I think I remember being in a, a game of Whisper Down the Lane and you, you know, in grade school with you and, you know, yeah. a huge class. And I think, like, I remember whispering the word to you or the sentence. It was probably like, you know, she likes bread and butter. And I said it to you and I hear you whisper nothing that remotely sounds nope. like she likes Completely bread and different. Butter. You might as well just be whispering whatever because I'm saying something completely different. You know, it doesn't matter at that point. I should have been like, just say whatever you're going to say because you're not going to say what I tell you. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Words, 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 words. That's interesting though. Yeah, when, when – so you saw this post and you knew the guy on here that was – Yes, I know him and I'm pretty sure you do too. But I'm not going to say his name because I don't know. Uh, but I, I read What's it. his first name? Because we have a lot of – Matthew. Oh yes, and uh, I, I I read it and I was like, wow, that really must have taken a long time to just splatter out on a Facebook comment. And then I look at the name. I'm like, that's a common name, so let me click on it. Oh, yep, that's him. I no, wonder no, if they showed it to time. you because the algorithms that they knew you were like friends or whatever. Maybe Facebook like bumps those up more. Or something. But I had to like find his comment. Oh, okay. So oh, I well, think it was like something else. It was like I clicked on what was trending on Facebook, and the, and the top thing was like oh. Trump viral or something. And I was like, "Oh, what's he doing now?" And it, I just stumbled right. onto this guy's this guy's comment. Oh, that's interesting. I like when you see those too. Uh, you see these like all these idiotic comments, yes. and then you see one that like shines, and yes. you're like, "This guy gets it. Yes. This guy gets it." I was almost gonna say like, "Dude, like that was impressive." I mean, I don't agree with all of it. I mean, right? But I don't really even get your the whole thing. I don't even agree with you. Just pointed out every negative negative thing that happened. Right? It's kind of dumb. I like, mean, okay. like, there's also great things that have happened, <laughs> right. like 
freedom and you know cures and women's rights and all that stuff but he's just focusing on the negative which in 250 years of history 200 years of history you're gonna you're gonna find that so how do you think we made all our money with tobacco and cotton i mean just shut up um shut (laughs) up um but i still so liberal when you if you're in uh you know like an ISIS stronghold country and you're getting your head chopped off. America looks pretty good at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, that guy's original comment was dumb. But. I just, I just was impressed by the work. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't really, I didn't really care about the message. I was just amazed. Like you said, it was almost like we didn't start the fire too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. The, the, the detail. Yeah. It was just impressive. And I was like, Oh, I know him. Oh, a regular Mark Twain, some say Samuel Clemens. He's just crafting up another novel. Sometimes a little racist, but still good. There's Loxley. Where? Standing right over there. Loxley. Oh, are you sure it's Loxley? I thought it was Mark Twain. Twain? <laughs> Remember? That was, all, that was on the other night. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, it was on. A rare thing. I don't like ever see that movie on. It was on. I had to Robin watch it. Robin Hood, Tights. Might be one of like the top three timeless comedies. I think we've talked about this before, but it's because it is mocking Robin Hood, which they redo over and over and have been forever. So that it's so movie timeless. is like stuck in time, so it won't like age. The comedy is is timeless. And I feel like it's underrated too. I, anyone I know that's seen it loves it, but I don't feel like it's more of a conversation. Like you know, you hear Dumb and Dumber and Plane Trains Automobiles, which are, in my opinion, the top three. But like, rarely is like Men in Tights is up there. And like, eh, it's it's pretty good. It's, Do you want to know it's why? definitely up there. I think I know why. Why it's not? It's not more original. Deserving it's a spoof. Oh, maybe. You know, but still, people go crazy over spaceballs. Hilarious! That was on That's too. A spoof. Yeah. Only seen it once. I felt it's it disrespectful. I, I've only seen it once too. As a big Star Wars nerd, I was a little. Uh, I was like, hmm. It's a little inaccurate, and actually not that yeah. funny. <laughs> It's not that funny. It's not. It's nowhere near like Men in Tights. Spaceballs. No. I think you need to see one so you can say you saw it. Right. But it's not like, hey, honey, Spaceballs is on. I know. I watched Great Outdoors last night. That's a great I'm flick. Sorry. That's a great <laughs> flick. Did you see me fire that up at like 12 a.m.? And it was like, it was a DVD too. It's not like it was on. Like I purposely went and found it and like inserted it and like poured into the menu and watched it. It was great. Oh, I I just I, wanted to watch. I think the last time I saw that, I was in like single digits age. Yeah. Ten, eight, nine. I was really young. Still holds up. I barely remember anything. I want to rewatch it. Anything with Aykroyd holds up and candy. Oh, it's so good. And John Hughes wrote it. They're the pillars. So it's just such a good flick. And it's classic John Hughes. And there's little things. uh, It's all feel good. It's all feel good and like fun, you know? It's kind of like Judd Apatow is. Yeah. It's feel good. Yeah. It's fun. It's lighthearted, but it's hilarious. Right. It can be a little racy at times, but at the end, yeah. like, it's going to be a good good closure. Might even you're going to walk away happy. Might even see some boobs. Might even see a nip slip at an NS. Might even see an NS. Might even see a little... Uh, SB, side boob. Side boob. Might even see a little tangerine poking through. Might even see a walnut. Might even see an acorn. Might even see a ripened acorn just poking through a, a yellow dress on a summer breeze day, and you hope <laughs> it's a little stronger. And the strap falls down, and you see the whole tree. Yeah, but they're they're good films. 
we could get into sports with John if you'd like. Love to. Because there's not much going on other than the NBA offseason drama continues. Oh, yeah. You know, Stephen A. Smith's, uh, I believe, mother passed away not too long ago. So he kind of told ESPN, like, I'm just, like, taking July off. And then the NBA offseason's going crazy. Like, teams, you know, like, uh, Chris Paul is with the Rockets. Chris, uh, uh, Paul George is with the Thunder. Um, Now... Kyrie Irving wants out of oh, yeah. Cleveland. He wants. He doesn't I want to play that. with LeBron anymore. It's so amazing. I just. I Can't thought I'd it. never hear it. Um, is Kobe behind? Is Kobe, but not Kobe Bryant. Wait a minute. Hmm, this is. There's a lot of drama going on right now. Is Kobe behind the Kyrie LeBron breakup? That's the question, uh, Michael and Jamel on the six ESPN Sports Center that starts at six o'clock p.m. every Eastern Standard weekday. Uh, had any influence on Kyrie's decision to request a trade from the Cavs? Interesting. Really, really weird, but it makes yeah. sense to me in a way because Kobe wanted to get away from Shaq because he wanted to be the man, and Kyrie, I think, is the same way. He doesn't want to be second fiddle little guy to LeBron. Sounds like some parallels right there. Cavs also sign Fiddle Whittle. NBA Glassman Derek Rose to a one year deal. So there's the Cavs making more moves. They probably pay yep. nothing. Hostile takeover. What do you think they uh two point one million dollar contract? Philly's getting crushed ten to one by the Astros. Ten to one. Astros Wild. are abusive. The Rockies have scored a total of 74 runs in the last seven games. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Goodness gracious, alabacious. <laughs> wow. 74 runs in how many games? Seven? Seven. That's like 10 runs. Every game's like 10 plus runs. Yes. A little it's more amazing. than 10 runs a game. Good math there. Something but in the bats there. They lose. I am dickless. They, they lose to the Cardinals tonight. 8-2. Baltimore mm. chops off Tampa Bay's head 5-0 as the White Sox defeat their intercity rival, the Cubbies, 3-1. Yeah. Cubbies, Cubbies the, recently. The hot dog series. The White Sox end a nine-game slide, and the Cubs actually, I think, like lost the first time in like for the first time in like a while. They've been hot after the All-Star Brack. They have been juiced. They have been salacious. They have been sexual. What? Do you hear about Chicago doesn't want to do, they don't do ketchup on their hot dogs? That's like a big thing in Chicago. They refuse to put ketchup on hot dogs. So Heinz came out with a special um, Heinz Chicago brand. Uh, It's called Chicago Hot Dogs Bread, and it's just regular ketchup in there. And people have been buying it. In Chicago, like, oh, yeah, it says Chicago on it. It's just ketchup. They've been trolling Chicago. It's great. That's amazing. Isn't that that brilliant marketing? You're like, it's great. That's genius, Lloyd. Pure genius. In the battle of the teams that have a C C on their hat, the uh, Indians beat the Reds. Sace. Regular cunt. And at the end of the fourth, the Twins have a stronghold. 2-0 lead on the Red Hot. Los Angeles Dodgers. 
Uh, let's jump over to standings, Sorry. Matt. But I want to say... Oh, yeah. Let's stand me up, Johnny, and just slap some lipstick on me and get this beer off my breath. Well. <laughs> In the fake league, the Reds, Red Sox have a 2.5, two-and-a-half game lead <laughs> over the Yankees. Indians still in first over the Royals by a game and a half in the Central. Ooh. Royals are starting to get steamy, starting to get sweaty. And the starting Astros... to go in that sauna and start taking off the G-string. The Astros have a 17-game lead over the Angels with 65 wins. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How did they get so dominant? Like, who's on their team? <laughs> this the is John. Let's go through the Astros lineup. Uh, roster, oh, okay. sorry. All right, let's see who their power hitter is, okay? Yeah. Let's 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 figure that out. I, I still don't know. I feel like it's just a collective effort. There's not like one superstar. There's like just a bunch of guys that are doing really well together and gelling. You don't have like one Barry Bonds there just swatting them out. Okay, here's some names that you may remember. But again, right. there is no Barry Bonds. Their best Diggio. their best player by far is their second baseman Jose Altuve, who's batting mm. 360. Uh, George Springer, their center fielder, has 27 home runs. Never heard of him. Their shortstop leads in RBIs, Carlos Correa. I've heard of him. He's awesome. Yeah. He's like half Japanese, half Mexican. Uh, CC. On base percentage, Altuva and hits Altuva. So there's one, two, there's three different guys leading in their like top categories for batting. Just like you said, it's a collective effort. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just gelling really well together, and that's why they're getting the results and swinging these bats. But they're incredible. I can't believe that many games. It's just a shame that streak. they won't win the World Series, but they should go no. somewhat far in the playoffs, I think. Uh, I yeah. think the Indians and Royals are going to be gunning. They'll be October birds. Gunning. And in the National League, of course, Nationals have a 12-game lead over the stupid Braves. Phillies 24 and a half out. The Brewers half a game on the Cubs and the Dodgers 11 up on the Rockies. Dude, the Dodgers 68 and 31. They have a better record than the Astros. Best team in the majors. They're amazing. Best team in the majors. You heard it right there. I'm going to a game next Friday. I'm Best. really jazzed, man. They have a new Jackie Robinson um, statue there they unveiled. Best team in the bigs. Oh, really? Oh. Best team in the bigs. Oh, you got to take yeah. a picture and do the McDonald's. Ronald McDonald. Oh. Janet Jackson grabs <laughs> on Jackie. Absolutely. Just Is that a respect? Well, yeah, it's out of uh, tribute. Final from Detroit. Royals win 5-3. to three. Hmm. And... No Comerica Park. Amazingly, the Miami Marlins mm. defeat the Rangers 4 nothing. Stanton hits two more home runs. This guy is on a tear. Yeah. And right now he has 32 home runs. He is tied with that oh my beast, gosh. with that beast in the East, Aaron Judge of the Yankees. No one's, no one's better. Texas star Adrian Beltre went four for four, giving him 2,993 career hits. He is in line to become the 31st big leaguer to reach 3,000. Wow, this Adrian Beltre has been around forever. Yeah, yeah, a really long time. I feel like he's in every, uh, like every video game. 
even yeah, ones that aren't on baseball. Like he's there because he's been around for a while. He was like on Madden. Street Fighter. Doesn't really make any sense. Interesting developments beginning in Dallas. If we can jump over the football, Matthew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's happening? <sighs> it's like the football gods do exist, and they shine upon us Eagles fans because when the Dallas Cowboys get really, really good players ever since the you know the Super Bowl teams, I'm talking like the last 15 right. years. Yeah. Ever since that. ever since he the, we were put through those four years of three championships by the Cowboys, it's like oh. we're they're making up for it now by putting Ezekiel Elliott's name in negative headlines and Oh, what happened now? Stupid like domestic I, I uh, for some reason I can't f- here we go. Prescott offers support to Elliott teammates. Quarterback Zach Dak Prescott is Backing running back Ezekiel Elliott. I take pride helping him out in any way on on and off the field. Doesn't like Jones. Hold on. I gotta find out what happened to him. I thought if I just clicked on You see him in the news a lot too, Ezekiel Elliott. He's always doing things. Well, there was something where he He had like a fight or he also went into like a dispensary in Denver. Like a weed dispensary. Oh, did he like cause a scuffle? Yeah. No, like they thought they were like he was going in there to buy weed. And, uh, is he allowed to? Well, yeah, but he's in the NFL, so if he tests positive, he, you know, he can't play. It's like substance abuse policy. Oh. Um, a, a torpedo's coming for Cowboys Ezekiel Elliott. Ooh, sounds juiced. A torpedo, Johnny. Abuse. It's abuse, domestic alleged abuse. A uh, uh, year, uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott's accuser speaks out a year after alleged abuse. One year ago today, my life changed forever. The woman accusing Elliott of domestic violence posts on her social media via TMZ. I finally got the strength to be. So there it is, innocent until proven guilty. But again, it's negative lighting. I hope uh, whatever. But yeah, it's gonna keep regardless, as a football fan, I don't want him to play. So whatever it takes, yeah, damn even it. If, it's, if it's backdoor tactics off the field, I just don't yeah. want him to show up on Sundays. <laughs> even if, at least when they play the Eagles. Even if I like, you know, set up cameras during their practice the week before the Super Bowl, or or maybe I'll I'll deflate the balls just a smidge so Ooh. I can kind of grab them a little harder and throw them a little faster. I don't care by any means necessary. Whatever it takes, even if yeah, even if I even could if, put a little bit more cork in that juice, even if just you have it work out. If you slide a steel chair into the ring under your head <laughs> while you get tombstoned by the Undertaker, even if that's the way you win the title from Hulk, that's okay. Whatever it takes. The Undertaker okay. actually does come out and, and tombstones Ezekiel, and you're like, oh. Live web, me- live web media just went on a liking tear on our Facebook. I saw, page. man. Somebody got drunk and started. Uh, I'm glad. I love those guys. I'm so glad yeah, I saw that. Dude. I got, like, ten new. They're cool. We, we should probably stuff. probably have them on the show. Or no? Is that is that like a bad Let's thing? Why not? No, no. Let's have them on. Let's do it. Like the Wayne Slash thing. What's the difference between your new SEO marketing and the old one? The new SEO marketing has a bow. There's a bow oh. on it. It's cool. It's hip. It's a Noah's Arcade. Oh, real quick, uh, just to pivot here uh, to the NBA. 
I want to make a, a recommendation for an excellent television show. I mean, I'm not going to say excellent. I'm oh, yeah. say it's very, very good, and I'm really enjoying it. Heather and I are watching this together on Netflix. It's a Netflix Ridge um, directed and starring Jason Bateman and Lauren Linney. And this, it's called Ozark. And it's in the Ozark Lake up in Minnesota, but they have to relocate from Chicago and help launder this, like, Mexican cartel guy's money through, like, oh, the cool. tourists that come to that lake in, like, you know, the summertime. Oh, and there's some weird locals, and he tries to, like, move the money through, like, abandoned bars that he wants to rebuild, and he has to deal with the original owner. It's oh, great. Shit. Great Bateman, great Lenny. It's tremendous. I love tremendous, it. I've seen people try to Bateman. do this. They can't do it as good as him. There's no Schwartzman. That's the Schwartziest. It's just Bateman at his baitiest. Great. Yes, exactly. Um, and I, I really recommend it, dude. And I bet oh, you, cool. like, I you check and it out. Jen we'll watching it, it together. And dude, it moves real fast. Like within At the end of the first episode, they're on their way to that Ozark thing. Like The setup is quick. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe tonight after I watch uh, Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin, I'll fire that up. <laughs> we'll see what's going on. Uh, I want to check it out. And finally, over to the a... NBA. Like we, uh, we did kind of start with them. Kyrie Irving wanting to leave LeBron James and the Cavs, which I think yeah. is great because I hate the Cavs. I think they're stupid. I think they're a boring team. There's just nothing about the Cavs, the Cavaliers, that I Ooh, find Cavaliers. enjoyable watching. Cleveland. I like the Lakers. They look. They have cool uniforms. Pistons. They were. They looked like they were like you know cheap high school uniforms. When they yeah, were they got boys, cool you know? colors. The Detroit's got some history there. Yeah, I just don't like the, the Cavs, Rockets. And I don't want them to win ever again. Yeah, Rockets are all red. You know, like the flaming flames of a yeah. rocket. Not the Cavaliers. Lame. All Cleveland teams are boring. The Cleveland Browns. But we have an orange. Oh well, what what's their logo? They don't have one. It's a, oh. it's a troll. Well, no, that was like in the fifties. It's a, a, a dog. What? What? But what? It's not on their helmet. Dog. No, their helmet's blank. Helmet's orange. But you're the Browns. Yeah. 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 And that. Yeah. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh, honey! Somebody's at the door. Open the door. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna come. <laughs> what? And that. It's my Want to start sliding this one in the W count? Yes. But might well, as well quit while we're here. We can start sliding this into the record. I would love for somebody to... I can't wait to... When people listen to this whole episode, it starts off with a very politically charged, environmentally sound segment. And then at the end, it's like, I'm going to come. That's great. So it makes great radio, man. We take you from one end of the spectrum to the other. We're doing a 180. One minute, one minute you're having tea and crumpets with your grandmother. The next minute, you're taking your pants off with the college girl next door because things are getting wild up in here. One minute, you're washing your hands. Another, the next minute, you're shooting heroin. Shooting heroin. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, real quick, before we go, uh, your brother sent me a voicemail today. Yes. Uh, and I, I, want, I tried to listen to it once, and somebody interrupted me at work. And I was like, all right, I'll listen to this in a minute. Voicemail. And then I tried to listen to it a second time. Somebody else came in. I know. I think I get two voicemails a year. It's like my dad and Ryan today. Oh, my God. I don't know anyone that leaves I think the only voicemails anymore. I get are, like, from work. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah, it worked. And even then, I it's more of like they'll text or email you first. Yeah. You know, people don't yeah, want to talk. Yeah, it's extreme if I get a voicemail. So it's kind of like wanting to give it respect. I'm like, I haven't gotten a voicemail in like years. None of my friends leave voicemails. Nobody does. Right. So especially I can't from Ryan. Yeah, especially from Ryan, which is like even more interesting. And I knew I heard the first few seconds, so I knew the tone was good. It wasn't like bad news or like oh yeah fuck you or something, you know? Because you know when you get like a weird message once in a while, you're like, why are they calling? What happened? Yeah, like someone you haven't spoken to. Like what? Who is this person connected to that something bad is happening to? Yeah, what happened? So I knew it was good, but like by the fourth time, I kept getting interrupted. Oh. I just put the voicemail on speaker, like <laughs> loud, and yeah. I'm just like, everybody, I am trying to do something. Um, and I was trying to give it the respect it deserved. And even then, there was like a conversation going on I couldn't hear. Oh. So I was like, this is like a joke. Oh. I can't hear this voicemail. Uh-huh. So I finally just walk outside and listen to it. It was like, hey, I just have a question. Give me a call. And I'm like, I just an hour trying to get this. Oh, my <laughs> It shouldn't God. be that hard. You know, it should just be like, listen, I should have just walked out. But I was like, yeah, I'll just listen to it quick. But it was just long enough where, like, I couldn't listen to it in a breath. It was, like, 43 right. seconds long. Right. So like he had an opener, just... like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? I just uh, I just have a question for you. If you want to just give me a call back, thanks. <laughs> right. And he's meant to, he did, like, a St. Jude reference in there, which I appreciated. So, like, I wanted to listen to it more. Like, to oh, hear right, it, of course. Entirety. I just didn't want to, like, ignore it and be like, oh, I'll just call him back. Right. So but he... I was, I just he texts me, and he goes, John, do you want Clark's, can you give me Clark's contact info? I love that, contact info. Can you give Clark's con? I go, I contact Clark card. over, like, I contact Clark over several forms of media. Like, I don't know which, which one are you asking for. At All once, I, yeah. It's like, I could give you the best, but I don't even know if you have that. I don't know if you have Facebook Messenger, but I can't, not you. So, so I'm thinking, right. uh, what am I going to do here? So I'm like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just email you and Rye at, like, the same time. Shady, shut up. You know, I'll email Rye and copy you. So I pull up my email, and I pull up Rye's email, and it doesn't look right. It was, like, rye9hassinger at gmail.com. I was like, eh, I think he would have, like, his own email account, you know, rye9fitness.com or whatever. Right, right. So I text him back, "What what is your email? And he goes, uh, well, here's my email, but doesn't Clark have a cell phone? And I'm like, That's yes, pigeon. he has a cell phone, but this is just going to be easier. But I didn't want to get into all that. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah right. here's here, and I just, you know how you can like it's share funny. contact info on yeah. uh, on a message. That's what I just did. Yeah, it was good to hear from him. I'm, just, I'm curious what it is. He, wants to, know, my, my he wants to know how to post um, the shirts without having to like buy them. You know how you can like make them and just save the picture and post it and then people can order it. I do it all the time. Yeah. That's what he wants to know how to do. So people can order shirts. Oh, it's easy. I'll tell you right now, Ryan, all you have to do is go to podcastle.podbean.com and write us a check for 25 bucks and you can start making your own shirts. Each shirt. Discount, no family discount either. Oh, oh, he he wants to do it so you don't have to buy like a bulk thing for like four hundred and then sell them like yourself. You just you pay yeah. as you go, people. Yeah, I, yeah, right. Like you do with the the podcastle shirts. Right. Yeah. Oh, good like, business like, advice with the Ryan Nine. Ryan Nine. But see, I should have just told him. I should have just emailed everyone, but like explaining that to him was like it's just funny. too much at the time. I'm like, I can't. 
I, can't, I don't want to be like what, I got. I would have done the same thing. What kind of contact guy. information? Well, his phone number. Well, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be rough because you, you're you're gonna ask Clark how to do something, and he might not be able to explain it to you over the phone. You may ha- he may have to like type it out so you can I'm follow gonna, it on the computer. I'm gonna do a great audio visual for him tomorrow. Like, <laughs> what are the screenshots? No, I'm not kidding. I'm gonna do like a whole like a, like a tutorial, like a like a PowerPoint. Like a uh, yeah, like a PowerPoint. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, like a whole thing. So. Quit! Squid up! At Dan Score Podcast, from the gentleman in charge of Jaws and Ocean Detergency guest, Jonathan Hassinger, I'm the man who just ate his tongue while eating at a neighbor Matthew Clark saying, Thank you so much for listening, and yeah, everybody. Like me. In my castle, in my castle, in my castle, in my castle. This is for the freaks and for my magicians. Woody clapping, lap dancing technicians. Dance parties in the name of Great Britain and American girls who love a Detroit piston. Like Dennis Rod, man. I got a rod, man. Oh, yeah. A long wong dong and a soft hand and a ping pong, pink schlong. Let's all dance. From England to Stockholm, I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho. I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo. I got a bottle of Martinelli's and dumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto. And the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo! Unicorns and wizard sleeves, amethysts and make-believes. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, amethysts and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle? In my castle? In my castle? To party, I'm a partier. You like to wander, I'm a wanderer. Your thighs are the closet to Narnia. Is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Massage my lap, I have a sore bone. Of course, cold on the dance floor, like an Eskimo's toes in the North Pole with both toes poking out of the two holes in the Eskimo socks. I'm hot, like a cauldron from a warlock wearing sweatpants and a sauna. Who's your father? I'm not. I'm motherfucking Raven Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo, sir. Take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. <laughs> Holy mother mountain of tender tendon to get lost in. Pounce, bounce, that castle booty, that bottom. Make it wobble, wobbly, wobble till my third leg has to hobble. Yeah! You don't want to look back on this night and think I should have been freaking on a booty. I'm 
I've done The king's and I steal the loot Get to the poor and our birthday soon Or soon Sleep. I'm a bouncing make-believe Pirate ships sailing off the sea Will you 